0: Ramble
1: Hey, Tripod listeners, it's your podcast, Gremlin, giving you a little heads up. In today's episode, there are some audio errors, some echoey moments, some weird distorted sounds. It's all something that we figured out what was causing the problem. So for next episode, it should be all good. But until then, please enjoy today's episode.
2: Welcome back to the Tripod. It's another exciting week. You got your buddy, Zach.
0: Best friend day, just me and Keith, and and Miles, hey, you're here too. And
2: Miles, you don't have all of us, it's Eugene's birthday week, so he's taking it off to relax and uh, focus on some other projects, and then we're going to have Ned back next week, so pretty soon you're going to have all your tripod boys and boys here together in one place. We got an exciting podcast for you today. Of course, we have to address the coup today. (laughs)
0: go off queen yeah what a fucking week guys we're we're gonna talk we'd be remiss to not talk about it we'll try and keep it fast moving because we know you've been through it we've been through it too it's been hard to think about anything else this week
2: but we'll lift up your spirits with the results of the contest of drawing miles as a centaur tub, <laughs> uh, which is something I, I said in a whimsical stroke last week, and we actually got some real submissions, so we're going to review those. So just a, a note, if you're listening on audio, you may also want to watch this video on YouTube uh, because you're going to have some visuals halfway through, but most of it's going to be probably audio-friendly, I assume.
0: I'm very excited for those results. I, I have intentionally avoided looking at them, so this will be you know a surprise for me as well. And then what else we got? Uh, You know, it's just the two of us. I think it's time to to really prove once and for all the extent to which we are the best buds. So we're going to do a little little BFF test. You got all that and more to look forward to on another
1: scintillating episode of The Tripod.
2: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You, you ready? Here we go. We're in now, baby. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Uh Are you? <laughs> I don't know, you know, I I don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, last week was bad. This week's not good, but there's no like specifically bad thing other than the leftover bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, la- last week was the longest year of my life. Uh it was quite a time. We we're kind of recording this right in the middle where like the, the last episode came out and then uh, everything changed. And now it feels just like it's been a couple too many days where you don't really want to hear us talk about it. But you know what we're talking about. What a time to, to be living through coups and pandemics. And it's just, I'm
2: exhausted. And, anyway, you know, it's it's a new year. Even though everything's crazy, it, it is. It is a new year. and <laughs> Things are I got different. a little bone to pick. Boner alert. got a little Beef. Bone. Beef. Boner alert. Boner. Beef boner. Uh-oh.
0: It's, it's a ba- it's a baby bone. Okay. It's more just uh, baby boner. Uh, commentary. I don't know, that
2: sounds worse. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, boner baby sounds better. Boner, boner baby. Wow. wow. That's Whoa. a good. Button. How many more buttons you got, Miles? I can
1: do all sorts of stuff. I can make myself sound like a robot. I can make myself sound like a out of a voicemail. Uh, doc. I uh, Like that. Please give me a call back. <laughs>
0: That's fun. Do you have auto-tune on there? I
1: have something called
2: hard-tune. Let's see if this works. Well, yeah, I can do
1: that, and I can kind of go. I can be like, singing so good. Yeah, it's not, you know, so. Well, I tried. I did a cappella in high school. Did you?
2: <clears throat> yeah, Quaker
1: and Oats. Cut oh, my t- t- baby school. boner. Talk about that.
2: <laughs> Wait, wh- hold on. Were you a, a baritone or were you like one of the boomba, boom ba eh, boom boomba, wah, wah? I think I was a misappropriated tenor. I like uh, was not a tenor, but they were uh, like, you're a tenor. Yeah. <laughs> They always tell young men, like, oh, you're a tenor. Like, no, I'm not, though. Just because I'm, like, 16 doesn't mean I actually have a high voice. I had that same thing that I dealt with when I was in church choir. All the old old men are like, well, you can sing tenor. I'm like, no. Have you met my father? Have you met me? We're we're, we're sing bass or baritone at best. But your voice
0: cracks into tenor, and that's the good stuff, if we yeah, can I... just channel that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Zach, baby boner. What? No, I want to know more about acapella. What What was the song that you sang? (laughs) Uh, We sang. uh, So it was there's drama. So we were, (laughs) we were in um, an acapella group called. I went to a Quaker high school. It was called the Quaker Notes. So Quaker Notes. Notes. Quaker Notes. Quaker Notes. uh, then at one point they wanted us to sing. They wanted everybody. We were singing all these sort of like frilly frou frou songs, and then a bunch of the people a bunch of the boys were like we want to, we want to sing 500 miles by the proclaimers and then oh yeah real hard yeah was super hard and the teacher was like, no we're gonna sing lollipop lollipop and we were like no and so then we did a different song for the talent show and then she was like we want you back we want you back into quicker notes. And we were Octapella and we sang 500 Miles by the Proclaimers.
0: This is literally almost exactly the plot of Pitch Perfect. I don't actually know if that's true, but it feels like you weren't good enough for the right acapella group. So you went off and you made your own and you showed them. You showed them, Miles. I'm proud of you. You're my baby boy. You know that? I'm proud of you. But I do have a baby boner to pick with you, Miles. Boner! Uh no, it's just about these mics. Miles was like, "Well, you know, if you guys are like by the office, go pick them up." And I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not leaving my house literally ever for the next two months. I'm not going anywhere. When am I gonna just be in the neighborhood during a pandemic?"
1: That's a great point, and I would run it to you, but I did run equipment to you last week right before the podcast, and I felt, yeah, well, maybe we wait. But we're so, on.
2: So, <laughs> I I. Here's what's so funny, Zach, is that I went. I had to go to the office just to pick up a package, and uh-huh. while I was there, Eugene was also coming, but I met Eugene, it, I just intercepted him, so I delivered Ned, Eugene, and myself the marks, because I was like, well, I'm by Ned's house, I'll just take it over, and That's I was like, awesome. oh, Eugene's not far, he was doing something, like, I'll just meet you, and I'll give you the unique <laughs> mark.
0: Should have given so, it to Eugene? And I could have gone. Ah, I whatever. should have. We're I here. should have thought to send yours to Eugene, but I didn't. This is this is the, how the sausage is made. I know you guys don't really want that, but sometimes you want it a little bit. You want a little peeky peek of that sausage. Mm-hmm.
1: I love sausage.
0: Uh, I don't know. You, you, you want to you talk about first? You want to talk about being best friends? You want to go coup time? <laughs> maybe maybe best friends will be our chaser.
1: Yeah, that's a good chaser because the world's kind of burning down, and maybe we should mention that. <laughs> Where do we begin? Miles, you're-
2: your camera froze for me just for a bit but it was with such a optimistic face it was really beautiful it was like i consider myself an optimist for sure
1: i try yeah, to yeah.
2: keep it keep it positive keep it light keep it light you know <clears throat> but you know what's not light attempted government overthrows uh, and i you know i think there's so much To it, obviously, there's so many things that went wrong in terms of how anyone should have responded to what happened. Just the fact that you didn't arrest people on site is one thing. The fact that you didn't have a good police presence is another. The fact that the National Guard was being held back by the Pentagon. So many, so many things. Uh, But the excuse that so many people who have been arrested after the fact have of saying they're caught up in the moment uh, (laughs) is just simply the the weakest lie and uh, there was a good tweet i don't remember who tweeted it but someone wrote it's like uh, imagine <laughs> making a reservation booking airplane tickets bringing or dropping by a home depot to buy enough wood to set up a gallows on the Capitol steps heading there and like looking up the underground tunnels for escape routes and then saying I was caught up in the moment. <laughs> and buying a commemorative shirt ahead of time that right, said, yeah. like,
0: Civil War 2021. Yeah. Look, we'd be remiss to not talk about this. I know that your whole week has been uh, consumed by this. It's really flustering and frustrating to know where to even begin, because this has been this slow-moving train wreck for the last four, but really, like, the last 20 years of GOP lies of harboring hate and resentment uh you know, the rise of fascism... There, there was another great tweet where it was like, boy, that escalated steadily for four years. Uh, you know, this is not a sudden overnight thing. It is just all too predictable and really depressing. And and now there are these calls for unity and like, guys, let's move on. Let's, re- let's heal the country. No, it's a time for consequences, okay? You need to hold people accountable because I, like we... I feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills like people are trying to move on and be like, ah, well, that was a crazy thing that happened. But let's move on. No, we were minutes away from watching our elected leaders assassinated or assaulted or whatnot. I don't know what could happen. Thank God it did not go worse. But this is dark shit. This is deeply dark, depressing, fucked up. We should be on full alert. Read about the rise of fascism historically. Fuck, man.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting when you hear like news of like, oh, in, you know, whatever, Turkey, there were like people that stormed the Capitol building and like sort of pushed uh, elected officials down into a basement. And you're like, that sounds pretty bad. And that happened here. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it really... It didn't hit as hard until I heard somebody on TikTok talking like they're like from another country and they're like, "Yeah, it seems like it's pretty bad there. It seems like you're kind of going through something." <laughs>
0: I, I it, Chris Hayes yeah. has a tremendous uh, reconstruction of that night, so or of that day rather. I, I highly recommend you check it out. But like, there was a dude there with zip ties there, you know, with the intention to uh, take hostages. They built a gallows, as Keith said. There, you know, there were sure i'm sure that there were some people who were caught up in the moment but there were many people who went there with an intention and thank god they are too stupid uh and without a clear enough ideology to actually have a fucking plan but this is the warning right that we only get one of these that's the warning so fucking fucking fuck
2: fucking fuck it's just crazy (laughs) i'm just fired up man (laughs) it's crazy and it's, uh, I, I, you know, the, the, there's all, you know, we, we are, the FBI has, you know, posted things about how white supremacists are in the police force in, like, almost every level across the country. But, like, of course they are. The fucking police is invented as, like, how to get slaves back when they escape. Like, of course, it's, like, not like it's been infiltrated recently. It just that that is the state of the police. It is basically not really about keeping peace. It's about. Uh, flexing power, and that's that's all it is, and it's frustrating and and awful, and and it was just like. I'll, you know, we're just saying things you already know but the same people who are like Blue Lives Matter were you know bashing a policeman with a confederate flag so like I you know there's not there's a pretty tough tough to believe both sides of that same rhetoric you know what, this is going to be a fun episode we're going we're to give you some fun we're going to okay. give you some fun but, but but, but I get the Molotov out again get, get, like it out, get it out get it out get it out
0: A a, a weird thing. I don't know if anyone else out there has had this experience, but we actually know someone who was there at the coup. And I I have been trying to figure out how to, where to, when to tell this story. Uh, But there is an alt-right figure. His name is Baked Alaska. Uh, uh, I don't want to even give him that much attention because... Fuck him. But some of you may know him. Right In the very early Trump days, he was a, a, a big figure, you know, with Milo Yiannopoulos, Milo whatever the fuck his name is. Screw that guy. Uh, but Trump Twitter seems to churn out their own. And I kind of thought he had disappeared. But before he was a crazy alt-right figure, he was someone that worked briefly with us at BuzzFeed. And I don't know if you know this, Miles. Like, he, he worked on uh, the social team. He came in. He... Uh, his desk was across from mine, like our monitors touched. And I remember when he started and he was just this lonely, uh, uh, eager to please guy. And I remember him being a real sweetie. Do do I'm curious, Keith, I don't know if I was closest with him at that time. I
2: might have been. Did you have a relationship with him at all? I mean, I'm friendly with everybody, you know, I, I, I'm just like an all around, I'm happy to be friends with you if you want to be friends with me. But I, so I knew him and I've certainly went to lunches with you and him and others, uh, or like sat outside and, and whatever, you know, it was a very high school dynamic at times at Buzzfeed because you had communal lunches, then you went outside and you like tried to sit at a table and there was (laughs) a table that was already too packed and it was like, oh. Well, Zach's already sitting at the cool table. I guess I'll sit over here. I'll sit over here at this table. It's not cool. I not was at cool, the, cool but... was I was the, cool the cool table. You sat at the cool table, for... yeah. Because well, you were so like uh, <laughs> just Buzzfeed job. but you were <laughs> close with like um, Ella and Ashley Perez and all those people. And those people were like at that time the because they had Buzzfeed wow. Violet. They were like the stars cool. of Buzzfeed, right? Like. Uh, and Andrew Elnicki and like they're that that first class of BuzzFeeders who also were on the Violet channel, which was the only one that was specifically like, I'm playing myself and I will become famous from it. <laughs> uh, it was so sort of the were of, you, the, you were, like, of that the,
0: the stoner burnout. Like w- what was your cafeteria dynamic? We'll
2: get back to the coup in a second. But I I'm was more with distant. the you know, I was with the people <laughs> who wanted to make documentaries, but I also had like cool nerds. Like I had like uh, right. cool Ryan Vergara and Shane and uh Hillary and Abe, but like we were, like our, our little department often ate together too because we were working on the same thing. So you go at the wow, same time. I to was get at your the food. cool table. Cool
1: table. Well, well, and, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I got started there, you guys definitely were prom king and queen. I mean, anybody <laughs> <laughs> wanted to sit at your table. But
2: the Try Guys elevated us to have our own cool table, which was helpful. So but I still Andrew's, like, uh, I went our... to the freshman table. No, you playing. did. You I did. always did. wanted to meet the freshmen yeah, and hang did. out with them. You definitely
1: did.
2: So, so anyway, back to the
0: coup. to Alaska. <laughs> um, look, I look, I love getting lunch with people. And, and I would always ask around who wants to go. He was always down, always down. So he became a sweet green buddy for a little bit. And I had no zero indication of, of who he was and what he would become. And I frankly, I don't know even know how much was there. I remember he was a, a, a real Bernie supporter at that time. Not to draw a line between one group support into becoming a Trump supporter. I don't think that exists. Um, But then he was let go somewhat suddenly and stories came out to talk about, like, how eager he was to please. And I really, it's weird for me because I had this dichotomy. I remember him then and I know him now. And back then, he seemed like such a nice guy. He, uh was really invested in us and and trying to encourage us to explore new social platforms. I remember he got a bunch of us verified on Twitter and was like, dude, you got to start trying Snapchat for XYZ. Like he really was invested in in us trying to explore. And he pushed us to try new uh, uh channels. Um, I remember one time he like I complimented his pants and he's like, oh, I know the, the guy who owns the brand. I can get you some. It was that kind of person who just really wanted to be your friend right
2: um so then he was let go do do you remember this part keith no i mean there were lots of times where people were let go for uh unjustifiable reasons or justifiable reasons it was hard his was justifiable so he it came out afterwards
0: that while he was very nice to me and uh, perhaps my other white male colleagues to the female colleagues, he was a, a touch demeaning. And I should say allegedly mm. to all of this because my memory is fuzzy and I want to be fair to how uh, laws work. <laughs> but then it was also, we had, we had van drivers, many of whom uh, uh, were people of color and he was apparently very rude to them uh, and like almost like verbally abrasive. And so it was just this this moment where this person that you thought you knew, it totally shifted, right? Uh, And then all of a sudden, I I see him become this alt-right figure. And it's been really hard for me to to make sense of that, to justify it. And now we fast forward four years later, and I see this siege on the Capitol. And there he is. There he is again, live streaming. I mean, if you saw the video of of, a of a terrorist taking a selfie with a cop. That was his live stream. He was in Nancy Pelosi's office. Uh, It later came out that he tested positive for COVID and was on the Capitol without a mask. And I don't know why everyone becomes a Trump supporter. I think that a lot of them are deeply damaged people. I think a lot of them are wildly racist i think a lot of them are prone to conspiracy theories in ways that we don't fully comprehend uh like what the human brain is susceptible to but in his case i see someone who had no community who was desperate (laughs) desperate for Mm -hmm. approval and found it in the absolute worst of places i do not think that this in any way should or does uh exonerate him in fact i think it you know he deserves to go to prison at this point and i hope he serves time but it is so sad to me to see someone become that and and i still i mean i don't know if what i'm saying even uh, has any insight whatsoever i i'm trying to reconcile it and i don't No, i mean i I think
2: there's a a real truth to people who feel like they don't have a community being sucked into conspiracy theorists, uh, ser- conspiracy theories or other things that are like just simply not true. There's uh, a lot of great things about Flat Earth because Flat Earth somehow has had this wild resurgence since like 2007 it started picking up speed and now it's like a full thing where people fully again think that the earth is flat. And there are so so many reasons why it's obviously not. Uh, But one of the Netflix documentaries I think it's just called Flat Earth Talks about how specifically They believe that uh, It really is about the community It's not even I mean people buy into it And they agree with it But when they went to a convention It was clear that These people hadn't had something That they believed in Where they went somewhere And someone else said I believe in that too And those other people are wrong So it gives them this false sense of like Righteousness and they can say like no that guy agrees with me and that person agrees with me and this person posted online So I must be right because there's other people who agree with me, even though you have to stand in the face of So much science so much it takes so much even like just the whole thing where they believe that the earth is like or the Sun is going around in a circle and getting further away and coming back. Well, if that was true, the sun would get smaller, right? That, that's it. If that, that's how you stumped things me. Went.
0: I can't. I can't. Ar- I can't argue with Keith. I want <laughs> the to. The sun I would to. <laughs> not
2: go over a hill. It would go away and disappear.
0: One more quick thing here is that I I am saying that he was a nice guy back then, not because he was, but because of my shock. Uh, and just to be right. clear, who this man is, like. If you Google him, this is what comes up. He is an anti-Semitic, conspiracy theorist, American neo-Nazi, advocate of the alt-right and white supremacist ideology, promotion of anti-Jewish conspiracy theories such as white genocide and that Jews control the media. But prior to that, he marched in support of Black Lives Matter. I don't understand how someone tumbles so deeply down this rabbit hole. Um, I was also thinking a lot about uh, Timothy Snyder, who had an incredible piece in the New York Times uh, he, he writes a lot about he has a book called On Tyranny that actually my grandmother four uh, three four three, four years ago went to the Capitol to hand out to try and warn uh, members of Congress about the rise of tyranny. But but he talks a lot about lies and the power of lies and especially the big lie. You may have seen a lot about this. Yeah. this week, how how now <laughs> we have the stolen election. That is the big lie. And the, the, the danger here. Is that lies are not just about now; they reverberate into the future. And so, when Hitler rose to power, it was on the lie, the big lie that Jews sold out Germany during World War One. That was that lie was 15 years old when he took power. And so, when you think mm-hmm. about how what we grew up through, of oh, Mexicans are coming through down here, and that they're stealing our jobs and they're wrecking the economy, and and uh, Muslims are doing this and that. And then and, and now, this lie of the stolen election, these are things that we are going to have to reconcile for years, decades to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, whew, that's, yeah, that's basically heavy just on my heart.
2: Leaders doing incomparable damage to the fabric of our society, because we just know that there's going to be some amount, whether it's... 10,000 or whether it's uh, 75 million people who are going to think at the next election that this previous one wasn't real and that they should challenge the, the voting uh, methods and they should challenge like all these things have been that have been proven false time and time again. like in so many ways, by so many people, they did recounts. they did the other thing. Like it, it, it happened we just voted by mail. That's it. Mail came. The day of and then the next day, too, because it's mail. I don't know if you've ever expected a package from Amazon <laughs> and it says it's arriving today and you wait all day and it doesn't show up and then it shows up the next day. Sometimes mail, it takes a minute, especially when you literally watch in the summer them gut the postal service. The, all of these things were done specifically to create this. So, it so is, transparently, like you said, it was it so transparent. Like, it, it, it's not just the last four years. It's not just the last week. It's also just this last year. Like, as they headed into an election, they wanted to sow as much distrust as possible just to make sure that if they lost, which they did, that they could have many, many reasons to point to why. Not that it was just they lost.
0: All right. Get me out of here. Get get me coo, out coo, of this coo, space. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Last week was big for many reasons. We had a coup. But the cachoo of that was that we also had a little bit of a fan challenge. And I think this is the chaser that I need to lift my spirits. Keith, take it the fuck away. (laughs)
2: Let me bathe your sweet bodies away from the poison toxic communities and bring you some beautiful images of Miles. As a centurb, it's bath time, baby. <laughs> is that what we're calling it? That,
0: yeah.
2: One person wrote centurb, and I'm like, that's the best combination <laughs> I've seen, uh, especially yeah. because it's so and specific so to Miles.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. Oh
2: yeah, a centurb is of course a centaur, but instead of the bottom half being a horse, <laughs> the bottom half is a bathtub. Yeah, because Miles is so uh, even self-proclaimed. Yeah, always in a bathtub, and yes. when you're in a bathtub, your upper half is typically sticking out. And your lower half becomes the tub. So I issued a fan challenge to create some art of Miles as a centurb. Yeah. And they delivered. We got about nine. Uh, well, there's probably more, but I saw nine entries that really stuck out to me. And I've tried to also nine get their finalists. handles the nine, nine finalists, finalists. Was, might like, might also be nine competitors but yeah, nine finalists. sure
1: nine fi- We well, everyone's a winner and <laughs> i'll say the i i just want to say i'm incredibly impressed with the skill the talent the dedication out there i feel like this really um it, it honors the bath legacy it honors the bath sort of medium and uh i I really it means a lot to uh, to sort of spread bath time to everybody. Eugene did, by the way, right before this podcast. He could not be available today for the podcast, but he did text. Please don't talk about baths on the podcast. And um, (laughs) uh, sorry to Eugene, but uh, you know the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Okay, so so I'm going to. to.
2: This is also so some there's other names too. This was the bath tar miles. Uh, this is the first one I got. It's very cute. It's also honoring the engagement. It's just a very sweet one. Right. Well, it's 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 Miles wearing the original Squad t-shirt design. He says, she said yes. Uh, and I like this one. He is facing away from the innards of the tub, which makes sense. There's also a plane in the bathtub. I don't really understand why. Throw it again? There's a plane. <clears throat> there's a plane in the very Bath. back.
1: I Lane. like this one. It's a nice, it's a
0: bath- a simple pen drawing. And I mean, not to say simple in a way that it is not exquisite. Miles, I could, I could picture you uh, getting this one tattooed. You know, it's that, you, no, it's uh, that yeah. kind of style.
2: Oh, that would Your be a good face, tattoo. Yeah. <clears throat> well, He
0: looks like a marionette doll in that. Am I wrong? Yeah.
2: I, I think you're right. He looks, he's very cartoonish. He does have some strong uh-huh. lines. The marionette is actually, I think, just a line tracing of the beard. I want to say that I don't think this one counts, but I think it's honorable mention because it's not... A centaur but it is uh stylish and cool so let's show it off he's sort of wearing the tub as a toga and the water it's beautiful it's very artistic i think it's a great prom dress design for miles yeah that's beautiful and that's i believe from galaxy sunna i can tell you if that's true it is uh this one yes it's from caroline sunna sunna huge shout out huge shout out
0: I like that one is is Miles in the bath, but make it fashion.
2: So she, she said I went a different route with the Miles and Turb combi here. Uh, but if she says it was still counts, uh, I don't think it does. Um, but I appreciate the art all the same. Now, here's one that came in, and this was the first one to make it on our own text threads because of how disturbing it was. This one's pretty intense. Uh, Love is this, Miles. Is, oh, my God. Is, Miles is not just the tub, but he is the plumbing of the tub. Uh, and he's vomiting rats into the water. Now, I believe this
1: is sort of a, and I'm, this is probably somebody who watches the Twitch stream because the whole thing about that is they call me rat. That's something they call me.
2: They call, call you rat? You, yes.
1: they, unprompted, yeah. They sort of like, I'll log on and they'll all put rat over and over <laughs> in the te- It's sort of a derogatory way to refer to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We should unpackage that some other time.
2: <laughs> Frankie Jackson. Frankie Jackson. Want to make sure the credits out there. Shout
0: out. And when you say that his body's the plumbing, his neck is like a, a, a hose. It's terrifying.
2: So yeah, his arms and his two of his feet are the claw feet, but also the normal claw feet are there as well. And his feet are sort Hate of it. pointed in an impossible way. Sort of
1: like jigsaw killer meets ratatouille.
2: It's very robot to me. Uh, yeah. so I like it. You know that one and makes then, me deeply uncomfortable. Uh, this is a very classical I think a really good classical rendition. Uh, Miles is beefy. He also looks like an elf, and he has a lightsaber. A lot going on in this. One. I like this one, yeah.
1: It's
0: <laughs> realism. Oh shit, dude, you're you're hot. You packed on some
1: lbs like a shredded Timothy Chalamet over there. Fuck. This would Fuck. be if I packed on twenty lbs of uh, muscle. This is probably what I'd look like. Maybe more than twenty. 20 probably 40. try
0: forty, bro. My God, and that horse bottom is also hot. It's a horse tub.
2: Now I gotta say that this one must be a more of a Photoshop and art combo because some of the things are so hyper realistic. Now, if if uh, Taylor to not be uh, if <laughs> if Taylor uh, did do this one entirely from scratch, oh my gosh! And then they, it would probably be the winner. But I think there is some photoshopping, and I still think that is legitimate art. Uh, don't confuse it. Uh, now, here's a very simple... This is a little more... This I like this. You know, it's, it's artistic. It's a doodle. It's perhaps a, a grade school or a high school drawing you would do in your notes. Uh, simple, specific. It's not really a centaur. There's only two feet. Um, it's more that you're just in the tub and you've crashed your feet Flintstone to, uh, <laughs> style through the bottom. Yeah, Fred Flintstone style, for sure. <laughs> but... but- let me show you this one. This one belongs. This. How many more are there? <laughs> see, this is, by the way, unincra- If
1: you're just listening, this is a weird experience.
2: <laughs> but but you've got to you got you to gotta just pause it and load it up on YouTube because you got to see this one. This one I would watch this cartoon in a heartbeat. Oh Look yeah, incredible. Look at this. Incredible. He is, the tub is rearing up like a horse. He's got a giant <laughs> loofah on a stick. He's got this tuft of hair in his chest. <laughs> It is beautiful. He's also ripped to the nines. Uh, water yeah. splashing out the back. Uh-huh. It's really good. That one was by. That one was by, Lauren Stump. You.
0: He looks like King Triton in that one. Like he's really, yeah, he's got like the Aquaman staff. I, I need to say, I for those who only listen to the podcast and don't watch, I'm disturbed by how many of you think that Miles is positively shredded.
1: Yeah, I, I will say, <laughs> I think that that's a great addition to the drama. I don't think we even included that, <laughs> but I am ripped in all of the, this is not We're something up. we talked about, but I appreciate it. You are hot.
2: The last three, the last three I think are more accurate, and I'm going to save my favorite for last, uh, okay. but I'm going to work my way. Uh, so this one, I like this one I like what's going on It seems like you're sad You're oh, sort of fruity. like Oh, Oh,
1: yeah It's
2: sensual Con- And Corn commented that this one's too sensual
0: Yeah, uh, I, I still, I stand by that I, It's making me feel things
2: I, I like it because Ooh. it's the most realistic <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, I've become a tub uh, Yeah you know, you're not really, you're, like, unsure.
0: Right. But he's posing like the Dixie Chicks on the cover of Entertainment Weekly when they were all tattooed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, this one is a good Nickelodeon cartoon. Very sassy. This one also made it into our own texting threads. This one's, set, like, oh, yeah. snotty, steamy. This, this one's, yeah, I like the feet on the tub. There's something about the feet on the tub makes it look like he'll, he'll just run after you into sort of, with sort of a waddle. Uh, I think you look like a cool YouTuber, you know.
0: My hair is I incredible. Like, of the ones that I've seen, this one makes me the happiest because of the, the character as as opposed to a shredded, sexy bath daddy, which makes me uncomfortable. I get puck vibes from this one. Uh, yeah. From Ooh, like a yeah. Yeah. stream. He's like a little a little yeah. naughty minx. He's a little mischievous boy.
2: This one was by Mick Spikey. I don't want anyone to miss the credit here. The other one was from Meijapoki, M E I J A P O K I. I don't. Okay, we're now at the final,
0: the final turb, Senaturb.
2: The final one, which I love the most, and this doesn't have any color. It is a pencil drawing on paper with incredible shading. I think it's very, very good. It has a flag that says Internet Darling. It has a beautiful lower back nape of Miles exposed. The water is splashing out of the tub to create the tail. And the legs are very similar to the dead horses in Harry Potter legs. Uh, It's spooky. It's sensual. It's majestic. It's this. Oh, my God.
1: That is incredible. It looks like Hayao Miyazaki, like Howl's Moving Castle.
2: Yeah, the legs are so real uh, you're so regal, the internet darling flag. Look at the how the water tail is. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Now this submission did come in Sunday night, just barely making the cutoff. Uh, <laughs> and it was, of course, from Vfam, uh, which is actually V i p h a m. And what's great is that handle is uh, Unicorny V. So uh, already a great, you know, understanding of mythological beasts. All of these are are great, but my three favorites are this one, this one with the beautiful animation cartoon. Uh, yeah, this one obviously this one, I just showed this you this one and this one, and the sassy one. <laughs> This one, this one, and this one.
1: And I'll say, I'll put, I will, I love these so much. I will put some of these on Instagram because they're (laughs) fucking incredible, with like credits and stuff to the people. Because I am blown away and honored,
2: and I've never been more seen by art. And I'm gonna go retweet one right now. Wow, as you promised. That's the goal. And I'm gonna retweet the last one that I showed. It is my personal favorite. I think there are many great ones, but the 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 artistic abilities of this pencil on paper to capture so much. It's going in the retweet. Quote tweet, this is my favorite <laughs> Art. centurb. Oh my God, that's so funny.
0: Now, uh, that as an audio experience, that was either one of the greatest things we've ever done <laughs> or a very confusing 10 minutes. But let me tell you guys, if look, if you're listening out there and you haven't subscribed yet, we need to raise money for Miles to get this surgery. It's not going to be cheap, but we're going to turn that boy into a turb so why don't you take a little moment, make sure you're subscribed, we appreciate it.
1: Is a Try Guys video called the Try Guys Pack on LBs? Uh, <laughs> is that is that is there merit to that? Like, yeah, Zach gets really ripped, uh, and then like, maybe really is sort of bolded. So you, I, no,
0: but, um, but I have thought of a video, like, I added 20 pounds of muscle, or I added 10 pounds of muscle. I think any because for me, and look, like there is the vanity version of that, which I know you all about, Miles, but for me, I really am suffering from chronic pain and I am trying to, f- I'm in the process, I'm not ready to talk about it because I, not emotionally, like I don't know the answers yet and I can't really go to doctors because of COVID, uh, but like my body just doesn't hold on to weight. I know that. I took a blood test years ago and I then ignored it because I was broken. Now I'm not, so I should fix it. Uh... I I need to add pounds and add muscle to my body for my health, and I do think that would be a good video.
2: I was I was talking to Eugene's partner Matt about it because I was like, hey, how am I supposed to get muscles? How how I'm I'm over here doing push-ups? And he's strong. And I'm like, how you do it? He's like, Well, it's actually like you have to eat so much protein. I'm like, How much protein are we talking? And he's like, he mentioned a bunch. So, now I did the math of how many eggs I would have to eat a day. And it was something like 31. <laughs> if I just used eggs as my protein. Because I was like, well, I eat eggs every morning uh, after I work out. Is that good and he's like well you just need a certain amount of protein and i don't think i could eat 31 eggs but i get why people are what drinking is that the whey protein it's like 20 we're hitting the we're playing
1: the hits today by the way eggs baths and and political oh God, <laughs> right. this
2: podcast is not very varied in its topics i hope you like eggs i hope you like dubs that's my, and i hope you are upset about governmental
0: uh actions no way. This says, this Google search says, a common recommendation for gaining muscle is one gram of protein per pound. What? That's, That's right. That's lo- what it was. So you're, Wait, you're, you're, you have to eat like 180 I grams have to of eat protein?
2: 190 grams of protein.
0: <laughs> That's what? Easier for me then, though. I can, I can maybe hit it.
2: I, I just like, I'm, I want to be a little stronger, but I don't want to drink a whey protein shake. They're gross.
0: I drink a protein powder shake every morning and I thought that was a lot. It's like 20 grams of protein, but that's clearly, I'm barely on my way.
1: That's fucked. Fuck. Would chicken, is chicken an easier way to get that protein? If you do chicken over egg? Cause that 31 eggs is like three boxes <laughs> of eggs. What are you gonna boil them and then just fucking eat egg salad? That's so much
2: eggs. Okay, a cup of pro- of chicken Chopped or By the way, is 38 grams of protein. Okay. By the way, everyone, so,
0: please, no one take advice from this podcast on actually how to gain muscle. We do not so know. We're musing.
2: Eight, eight to nine cups of chicken. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's so much.
1: <sighs> no, it's more like
2: six. It's more like six cups of chicken, but...
1: So like if you diced eggs, in <coughs> <laughs> boiled eggs, and you did like a cup of egg.
2: The eggs are, are way lower, Miles. The chicken is the way to go, I think. If I, I should make five to six cups of chicken. <laughs> Have a cup of chicken on the go. Uh, I do like chicken. I think I the actual way to tonight. do it.
1: Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna grill it. I'm gonna grill it. We're gonna try to make kebabs. Oh, let me tell you, Miles, did, did, did Maggie talk about our Vitamix on, on the other podcast? No, she didn't,
1: but I couldn't be more
2: interested. Show.
0: <laughs> Guys, we got a Vitamix and like we fucking, let me tell you, my little Christmas gift to myself is I went for it because I make a smoothie every single morning. It is the highlight of my day and my old smoothie machine was getting funky. <laughs> it was bad. Mm-hmm. So I upgraded to the best of the best. And it let me tell you, it has a self-cleaning function. That's how this is a free ad, but yo, Vitamix, if you're listening, hit me the fuck up. So I've been making my smoothies, but we've been making I want soups. six more. <laughs> I would love I want I want Vitamix for every room. <laughs> but yeah, we it's like been making her very excited to to make new recipes and we are making it's soup city over here, my dudes. it we're living life and I'm
2: jamming bro you if you're doing the soup biz then you gotta you gotta do what becky did and get an immersion blender yeah and that's how that's also how hot sauces get made like my hot sauce is made uh by we have that with an immersion blender yeah that's yeah we got that too good it's cool yeah, I mean, we basically it's just cool. like
0: revitalized our kitchen because we, we've we accepted 310 days into uh, quarantine that we're actually in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and so we got just, a little yeah. fun gadgets. It's exciting.
1: Cool. Are you making like uh, nut milk with oh, my camera? Died. Are you making nut milk with sort of regular stuff in your Vitamix? Isn't that the whole point is that you can like pulverize stuff?
0: Yeah. How dare you call me that? Uh, yes, we are making nut milk.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. I saw a thing on TikTok that was like, "Why are you buying oat milk? Just buy oats and make milk." And it felt like too much work.
2: It it's yeah, just because <laughs> you it can do something doesn't mean it's a better way to do it. Like I I get it. You can, you can. You can also learn how to butcher a pig and only buy a pig <laughs> from a farm. And but you can. I don't think you should. It's not economical for most. <laughs> I remember when I was growing up, a friend of yeah.
1: mine's dad got a cow, and they were like, "Well, they like or there was like a site where you could order a cow parts, and then they got a second fridge <laughs> or a second freezer." And they just kept, like, the whole cow throughout the year, parts of
2: the cow in the freezer, and he'd be like... Oh, they bought... Okay, they bought a disassembled cow.
1: Right,
0: they didn't buy a Very live cow. Very different
2: than buying a cow. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Also, not what I was picturing. I'm like, you put
2: the whole cow in the freezer? Also, like, I started out by buying cow parts. I'm like, like a tire, like a like a like a new engine for the t- the cow. You know, I... This is just a tangent. We don't need to stick on it. But I would like to work in a butchery at some point. Butcher shop? A butchery. I, you mean
0: for a video or just for like shits and gigs? Just like it's just your to retirement learn. plan?
2: I mean, I would probably make it a video, right? Because that's how life works. But I, I, <laughs> you know, I just personally would like to, to break down a big mammal. I think it would help me understand things about it. Uh, yep. I think it would, you know, uh i i do i want to kill the big mammal no unless i was like unless you know shit really falls apart and we're you know we all infrastructure and society is gone and we have to start hunting then obviously yes i'll do that but i just kind of want to know how to how to puzzle how a cow goes together it's a puzzle also i got a brisket in the freezer I, and I here's the thing. It's gonna take three days to thaw that motherfucker, and then it's gonna take 18 hours to cook it. And I, I, how am I gonna do it? Because I gotta cook it on a grill, and I can't like tend to it for 18 hours. I mean, I could, uh, but I don't want to leave it alone either. I want to catch fire. The other day, I was grilling outside my my, my grill, and I had a paper towel, set of paper towels, uh, paper towels. They were like three feet away from the stovetop burner that's outside, right? I went inside for 30 seconds. I come back outside, the whole roll of paper towels (laughs) is ablaze, is on fire, is really on fire. And luckily we have an outside sink. So I was just like grab a stick and knock it into the (laughs) sink and then put the, the water on. And I only instructed someone else to do that because they were in my way freaking out. It was uh, it was my um, uh, sister in law Liz. Uh, she and my brother were here for like a whole month. Uh, they came and they quarantined for a week, and then we hung out. Uh, but she was just like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "Just knock it into the sink," <laughs> which is a lot easier to say than do. It's a whole, whole paper tower, all completely on fire. <laughs> And then I had nugget to sink and then all my then I wasted a whole roll of paper towels and it was all wet. So but at the end of the night when I was cleaning out the grill, I tore all the outside charred paper towels off and I used the sopping wet inner towels to clean everything down. No waste, you know? No waste. waste not want not. And uh moral of the story though is that you can't just walk away from fire in California, especially uh it'll find the paper product and it will light it ablaze it was also a little windy that day so uh, it was just surprising just come outside and just see a big old roll of paper towels on fire and it was a brand new roll too i hadn't even i hadn't even opened it you didn't even do that
0: thing where like the the first paper towel that's kind of just gently glued you get to peel it off
2: oh correct it, it didn't even do that i had barely just begun to live i know and we, and we don't buy a lot of paper towels here. We try not to use paper towels, so losing a whole roll in one go is devastating to me as someone who likes paper towels. We try to use rags for the most part.
0: You know, I learned something very cool today. Huh? I think for a long time... Cool long, facts! Long, we've wondered, you know, what would this podcast be like with just Zach and Keith? And the answer is exactly the fucking same (laughs) i think that i'm learning that you and i are the drivers of our and miles the drivers of our bathtub egg uh uh forward thrust of this show so i don't know whether to be proud or
2: horrified in this moment Yeah, I don't know. It, hey, here's something we don't always talk about. It's going to be really hot this weekend in California. I know the rest of you are listening all over the world where where maybe it's winter and it's snowing, but it's going to be 84 degrees on Saturday. Whoa, that's, that's hot. Weird. That's it's weird. incorrect. It is supposed to be typically January is it's in the mid 50s and it's raining all the time. Uh it is not. It's going to be bright, sunny, hot all weekend. Not a cloud in sight. I'm stoked because my
0: my my achy joints have been a mess with all this cold weather, but that also means that when it inevitably crashes down again, I'm going to feel like garbage. Uh, but that's nice; got some sunshine to look it's forward gonna,
2: to. Oh, uh, update is going to be 88 degrees on look, Friday. Are you what? one of those guys that checks the weather,
0: Keith? And like, you like look ahead to <laughs> okay. see like, oh, what what do we got this weekend? Yeah.
2: I love to know I like to know well I like to know what temperature is gonna be during the day and then uh-huh. my app the weather app only I have it it tells me <laughs> what's gonna happen for the next 10 days and now you can't trust days six beyond but you no, can no, mostly no. trust the next five most uh, mostly definitely the next two it's gonna be spot on uh, but I love knowing it also tells me how bad the air quality is here. It's it's never good, but it's sometimes (laughs) less bad. And I like to know if it's going to be in the 70s in the day, because then I could take some of my meetings outside and I or if I know maybe I need to bring a hoodie along with me because it's going to get cold before I get home. So I'll throw a hoodie in the car. I'm very I'm always
0: thinking about what's next. I kind of thought that was the, the unofficial agreement of moving to L.A. between me and the land is that I would never have to check the weather ever again. All right, That's the promise. You hear like, oh, you move to L.A. sunshine and celebrities yeah. every day and everyone's doing cocaine all the time and it's free.
2: <laughs> that was what I was promised. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, who knows? I don't know how many people. Uh, what 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 has the pandemic done to the drug cartel? is anyone thinking about, I think about this all the time i think about
0: this all the time okay here's my theory <laughs> i think that weed dealers well they're hurting for other reasons because now you know rich rich whiteies are coming in and legalizing it yeah. and making all the money and still being like oh yeah. but you guys got to stay in prison that's a whole conversation but yeah, we're all, having that's fun, fun here i think that psychedelics are doing pretty good right people having their sh- their 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 little brain trips i think they're doing that Mm -hmm. i think the really fucked up hard ones are also doing good like we got an opioid epidemic probably probably heroin shit like that probably probably people are turning to that in a in a sad way but i think your party ones like the the cocaine and and the ecstasy i bet you they're hurting right now (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) like who's doing who's doing ecstasy and being like living room (laughs) (laughs) you're not going anywhere you can't do a party
2: drug you can't no
0: shout out to all of our uh under 21 listeners just hanging out talking about drugs well we're talking about the industry
2: I like that I'm talking about <laughs> drugs as if once you're over 21 it's legal. Yeah, you're still, not allowed, do, you're still well, not allowed. You're still not allowed to do that. But, but here's the thing, things are changing, you know, like Oregon uh decriminalized like all uh pretty much everything and also uh legalized uh mushrooms, right? Specifically? I think so, yeah. Uh We should have Eugene do a ranking of illicit drugs. I don't <laughs> think we should do that. I do not do not uh eugene has a real uh, i'll prove to you i can do things mentality and i don't need him to prove that to me <laughs> is
1: he is, is he sampling each one as they go he's just I, so I, I didn't think through that part of it so
0: that that's probably it's, a mistake i think it'd be too much up uh, next horse tranquilizers <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just have a couple minutes here. We, we were planning on doing this whole best friend test. Miles, do you want to do a BFF test lightning round? Or should we? Yeah, yeah.
1: let's do uh, Guys, Zach and Keith have been best friends for a while. Oh. And uh, I pulled up here 40 questions to ask your BFF to find out how well you knew each other. So you can take the definitive best friend test and see how well you're matched. I, maybe we'll alternate questions. Uh, and we'll go as fast as possible top of the dome. This
0: is exciting. Keith and I did 20 questions to fall in love back in the day. I feel like that really cemented our relationship. So mm-hmm. perhaps this will help us take it to the next levy.
1: All right. This is from HelloGiggles.com. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, go ahead. Got, uh, Keith, what is Zach most afraid of? Uh, he's afraid of fish. Uh, it, things you can't see in the water. Zach, uh, where can you always find Keith?
2: Uh, kitchen. Keith, what's Zach's greatest accomplishment? Uh, he should have been on a 30 under 30 list, but you have to apparently nominate yourself, as uh, so none of us knew that. And he should have been. <laughs> He's definitely more qualified than most people who've been on it. But that's not an accomplishment, but I think it is. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, Zach, where would Keith go on vacation?
0: Oh, uh, uh, honestly, uh, he hasn't traveled much. So anywhere he'll go, he'll be like, wow, this is different. <laughs> That's he true. wants to go to Japan.
2: Yeah, Japan. Becky wants, be to, one. He wants
0: to go
1: to Japan. Becky wants to go to Europe. That's cool. Uh, Keith, Zach's perfect day. Describe
2: it. I uh, wake up and all his chronic conditions would be gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking eat a bunch of cheesecake and do high impact exercise.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, uh, Zach, who would Keith invite to his fantasy dinner party?
0: Fantasy dinner party. All right. At the head of the table, you got none other than Colonel Sanders. I'm talking the Mario Lopez version, a hottie motherfucker. Uh, On the side, you've got Weird Al Yankovic, and he's also playing some music as everyone goes to his side, Natalie Portman. And what's this? Becky said, it's cool tonight. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Rounding out the posse. Uh, I'm there, because we're best friends.
2: Yeah. Wow, what an orgy that would be. Yeah, good group. <laughs> <laughs> Any orgy with Weird is a good time. Uh, Keith,
1: what is Zach's uh, biggest fashion decision
2: mistake? Ooh. Uh, 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 mm, <laughs> so uh, ooh, uh, well, he wears a lot of, uh, copywritten images on his t-shirts that eventually will try to sell a library of media to someone and it's going to create a labor of pain for an editor to blur them all. That's a really good point. Uh, all right. Zach, which game or reality show would I do best
1: on? Which game or reality show? Oh my God. Uh,
0: I don't know that. I know. I, I think Keith thinks and knows that he would do really well on survivor he used to watch a lot of it we were on a podcast together once where he talked about how he would bring a shovel as his one item and had a lot of good reasons and also he's so good at making friends yeah no one would vote keith out keith is gonna win survivor
1: uh keith uh what
2: is there a smell that reminds you of zach uh candles (laughs) what kind of candles just i don't know uh green tea candle Great tea candle, I don't candle. really
0: have a scent.
2: <laughs> no, Zach doesn't really have bo at all. He doesn't. It, the only scent he might have would be the tea that he's carrying.
0: Okay, Miles, how did we do? Did, how did we score? Are we best friends.
1: Friend? All right, I'm looking right now, and it looks...
0: What does Hello Giggles say?
1: Hello Giggles says uh, you guys are freaking best friends. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah! Hello! What? Best <laughs> friends alert!
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> How, you win you 30 eggs. Each of us just write down the answers to the questions and we see how many we got right, like a dating game.
1: Yeah, I guess you're yeah, supposed probably. to do it that way. Honestly, there was no there, <laughs> there was no conclusion. It was just a list of questions. Mm-hmm. But uh, I appreciate that. I think that we can definitively say you guys are bestos. Wow,
2: love it. That's exciting. Well, if you, I will, well. <laughs> maybe you may well, 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 maybe you got yourself a best friend, and you're looking for something uh, to do with them, and you got no direction, and just generally you need some advice just for something else specific, but you don't know what. Well, guess who does know what you need advice on? It's our own podcast gremlin, the centurb himself, Miles Bonsignore, with advice that'll go for that long. It's advice that'll
1: go for miles to To your radio station station. It's
2: advice that'll go four miles Everyone
1: get ready Miles Miles Nation Miles Nation Miles Miles Nation
0: Go It's advice that'll go four miles Oh, it's
1: still going Advice that'll go four miles What's up, Miles Nation? How's everybody doing out there in the quarantine? barely hanging on (laughs) have you ever wanted to free the nipple in the comfort of your own kitchen (laughs) huh what (laughs) have you ever wanted an udder (laughs) made out of
2: oils this is gonna be like fried pan fried chicken maybe Chicken be breast? the nipple. That's a nipple. It's going to
0: be like, don't use cow base. Use coconut oil to cook. To Sometimes
1: cook. all you need to make your day better is a little
2: <laughs> squeeze. Okay. I, I, squeeze. I'm,
0: I'm perplexed. I don't know where we're going. And a nipple pissed.
2: oil would be butter.
1: Honka honka. Make sure to get a squeezy bottle for your oils. Oh. I ordered these on Amazon and I haven't received them, so TBD on if this works. But chefs (laughs) believe a bottle of oil with a cap more like a bottle of oil with some crap. Because if you want oil on your pan in less than a second, you're going to want to squeeze.
2: Okay, I think this is generally a good idea for a commercial kitchen uh, where you don't have the time to (laughs) do it. We don't have the time. Uh, I but I you know what the thing I do agree with is that when you're pouring out, I buy like a big thing of olive oil. Same. Yeah. Giant things. It's very hard to pour out. The exact amount of oil you want to pour out, whether it's too little or too much. And no matter what, you're going to get oil on the rim of it and then you're going to close it. And now there's oil on the outside of the bottle and now your hands are all oily. So I do see why having a squeeze bottle would be good to get a certain amount of oil out. But does the squeeze bottle still have a tiny little cap on top?
1: Now, I'll say that there are types of squeeze bottles that do have a tiny little cap. So that's dealer's choice. For me, I mean, you might as well consider my my kitchen a commercial kitchen because I'm squeezing my oil everywhere. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll say that I think that having the little cat, little pink, that is a good idea. But I find with canola oil and olive oil, between that, I'm drowning in oil over here. And the bottles are... <laughs> between the two? <laughs> but, well, I try, if you put, try to put coconut oil in a squeezy bottle, you're going to have a bad time because it's going to yeah. solid up. But I think that it's a little more accurate and it also gets you that. You're able to be like and kind of gets on the you know pan in a nice way. Squeeze is
0: fun. Everyone agrees. I'm afraid to comment here. I've gotten in trouble with big oil before. I'm still scarred from it. it. But I have concerns about the oil not being capped over a long period of time. Because, like, I don't know how much oil you're going through. In a like, are you going through like a big fucking bottle every couple, like a month? I don't know how fucking. Well, but think
1: about it this way. Again, Zach, and I know that you're sort of, you know, you want to talk. You don't want to (laughs) talk out a school because big oil has sort of come for you in the past, but theoretically oil actually isn't rancid doesn't go rancid and i think that the air hole i guess if you have that little cap then you're not worried about oxidizing the oil but again yeah. big oil don't come after us
0: i feel like you have to put caps on your oil thing so i don't know no, so you get a I'm little binky
2: i think it would be nice to have a little thing i why don't you do the uh the fancy glass olive oil pourer That's also a good option. That's also cool. But then you don't get that squeeze, but I do think- I I get the squeeze, but do you work in a diner? Are you like trying to make hash browns by, by the, the 20 serving? Like, what do you need to squeeze? It's, he's well, probably,
0: probably doing an at-home at home hibachi grill. So he wants to make little volcanoes go. Yeah. Sarah go.
2: makes me sort of do a little flippy, you know, hibachi at, style. At biggest, at most, you maybe have an electric griddle that's 24 inches by 12 inches. Like, that's the biggest thing I could assume you might own. And if you don't have that, you just have a 12 inch to 15 inch pan. Or a walk.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you have a walk. I am rethinking. That I ordered squeezy about five squeezy bottles, and I'm thinking I probably should. I probably should have just ordered
2: <laughs> ordered sort of a a glass one with the fancy metal pop stopper. Okay, so you know what you can use them for, and because we use this for, is that they are really good for doing pancake art. So if you want to start becoming a pancake artist, having squeezy tubes is actually the best thing for that because it allows you to get those clean lines to get how much pancake batter comes out. Probably for batter oriented stuff, squeezy tubes are a good idea. Yes. Essential. Um, Essential. I like oil. We have a lot of types of oil in my house. We have avocado, grape seed, uh, canola. I'm looking back there. I probably got about five
0: oils myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of oils here, and they're all different. And you know, no matter what, even if they say they got a high smoke point, I always get there. <laughs> it always smokes. <laughs>
1: And Keith, I'd love your input on this because you're sort of the um, oil queen. Yeah. But uh, I saw that you can see you can <laughs> sear uh, meats with olive oil. It just can't be extra virgin olive oil. So it was like you can cook with olive oil, but for some reason, extra virgin olive olive oil that has the low smoke point. But olive oil with that's not extra virgin doesn't have a low smoke point. I, I don't know, but if that's true. It's just something I read.
0: All right, Big Olive Oil, get in here. Big Olive, we need your guidance. It's been too long since we heard from you. I know you're out there. Correct us. Tell us the ways of the oil, because there's a lot of olive misinformation and olive oil conspiracy (laughs) theories out there. (laughs) Set us straight. I need the Dr. Fauci of olive oil to come on here and tell us what's what.
2: I just... All I want in life. You know, I realized my answer for what I would get if I won the lottery. I would go to one of those downtown markets. It's got all the cool foods. And I'd go to the fancy olive oil and balsamic vinegar stand and I'd fucking buy the lot. I do it. Cause you go there, you try their shit and you're like, wow, that's what oil can taste like. And you go and you see how much basically it's a shooter of alcohol size bottle is and it's $39. Like, well, that's, I can't spend $40 on oil that's not even big enough for a goddamn baguette. So now that's what I do with my money. I would buy all the expensive olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Well, you know, this is our last podcast that you hear before. Uh, hopefully, a new president has been sworn in. I mean, yes, he will be, Hell but yeah. who knows what the fuck could happen. Uh, so this is the the last of that. So um, we also will probably record that podcast without knowing what happens that day because uh, we record in the morning. Hopefully, everything runs smoothly. Hopefully, everything is going smoothly in your lives. Uh, let us know what kind of things you want to hear us talk about in 2021 if you aren't interested in eggs, baths, and uprisings, and we'll try to be mindful of that for the next couple episodes. Also, it's not too late to send me pictures of Miles as a centaur. Uh, enjoy them. They give me a lot of joy. Uh, and you can also draw any of us as any sort of centaur uh, amalgamation. You can make me a chicken. Uh, you could make uh, Zach into a mug of tea. Um, all of these things are great ideas.
0: I'm just going to brag for a second, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. I got a direct message from none other on Twitter from Sasha Baron Cohen, and it psyched me up so much. So he, much. Uh, what? Uh, right,
1: Miles? Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so cool. cool. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> it's- so, okay, it was someone on his team. And Sasha, if you don't know, is an incredible activist, in addition to being a wonderfully talented comedian and doing making Borat and all that stuff. And so he has been really pushing for years now to hold social platforms accountable uh, for the hate that they foster, uh, especially with anti-Semitism, which is a big deal for him, Holocaust deniers. But really, like what we are seeing in this moment is the the culmination of social platforms not taking radicalization seriously, and that is Facebook, that is Twitter, and that is also YouTube, the platform that we call a home. Uh, As of recording this, every major platform has banned Trump except for YouTube. Uh, YouTube just last night or today gave him a a seven-day pause, Um, and they have also, look, to their slight credit, they have purged a lot of videos uh, from their site, Against their credit, they allowed this shit to fester for years. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is well documented the ways in which YouTube has allowed for radicalization and white white supremacist radicalization on their platform. It makes me, uh, uh, frankly, deeply ashamed to call this platform a home. This is a high horse that I'm getting on as after we've wrapped up. So whoops, sorry. (laughs) But if you want more on that, uh, I'll I'll be posting and retweeting uh, because... I think it's the right thing to do. And I ain't afraid of calling out the hand that feeds, though maybe I should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I, it, I, I don't know what more I can do. I, I've thought about ways in which we can rally our friends together, but I really think that it is uh, moving forward. We need to see YouTube do a lot more and have accountability for the harm that they've already caused. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. thanks for listening, guys. This has been another episode of The Tripod. <laughs> Right? We should get out of here. Just yeah. cut all that shit, Miles. Just get out Get rid of it.
2: We'll see. We'll see what goes cut. Uh, well, this has been another episode.
0: The Best Bud Edition. And you know what, Miles? You're part of the circle. You're in the Best Bud wow. circle. I'm, I'm, I'm welcoming wow. you in. You're Whoa! in it, buddy. Thanks, Zach. Until next time. Well, alright. Not too much. Alright, calm down. Keith, hit us with the official Trapod theme song.
2: When a man or two mana put out of the pain, you're gonna bat out one and a bat out of hell. It was a bad out of hell. What can you say and go out town no matter the day? It's gonna be 88 degrees on Friday in Los Angeles is the tripod.